0: Welcome back to You Wouldn't Believe Me If I Told You Well, we're going to find out today if my tech feels like cooperating because the last three times I've tried to record it's been so bad that I gave up. <laughs> um, only one of them made it on the air. Um, so, <laughs> just so you know, the other ones were so bad I did not even try to string them together to post. Um, but here we are. Today's question is Would you believe me if I told you about the general authorities? I didn't write an outline per se today, but um, I'm going to actually look at the description I wrote while I get into it, and I don't think today will be a long one because I need to be an adult and get ready for work still, but um, some of you know that I just received my endowments this week, Um, crazy, I've officially been... A member of the church for over a year now. Crazy. Um, I'm speaking in a sacrament meeting this week. Crazy. Um, Some of you won't even know what some of this means, but it's such a mess. I wouldn't even know where to begin. Okay, so we're just going to rewind time for a minute um, before your baptizing in the church. You do an interview uh, just to see if you're basically following commandments, if you're ready, if you're not ready. um, You know, if there's still some things you're working on, then they ask you to wait to be baptized. If it seems like you're serious and you've already made some changes and committed to them, then fire away. Take the dunk. You know? I was I don't remember how I found out, but I'm sure I just asked a lot of questions. But the missionaries had told me that if for some reason there was like an issue when I talked to the bishop, so I think usually the bishop's the one who oversees baptismal interviews. That if for some reason there was like an issue and he wanted me to wait, that uh, the next interview I'd have to do would be with their mission president, who like oversees you know, the entire mission. So that could be one city, that could be a state and a half, like where I'm from. Um, It could, it just depends on how many missionaries, you know. I don't know the details of how it works exactly, but they're an authority, right? They're The mission presidents are like chosen by other general, higher general authorities, right? Um, So anyways, it's kind of a big deal to... Actually have a like face-to-face interaction with one like that for an extended period of time Um, So I guess I'm just a lucky ducky but um, I remember walking into that interview like still feeling like Yeah, not sure if this is gonna pan out like if he tells me no, I don't know if I'm Going to like do a second interview like, if he says, I'm not, you know, quote unquote, good enough to be baptized, which the phrase is not good enough. Like, that's some unproductive thought style that comes from, you know, if you believe in Satan and the enemy, like, that's not from God when you have feelings like that, that you're not good enough. It's never a God thing. Um, and I remember I had specifically set up the interview for, like, right around Thanksgiving. And... I am usually kind of moody around Thanksgiving anyway. (laughs) Um, My sophomore year of high school, the man I respected as a father figure committed suicide the day before Thanksgiving. Um, So I guess it just depends on the year. Sometimes it's fine. Other years, it's pretty dark. But the gist is, the one thing that is the same every year is pretty much everything else tends to pale in comparison, you know? For better or for worse, like you know if there's if there's been other things that have happened around Thanksgiving that aren't the greatest, right? but like they don't phase me. I hope it makes sense. Like my mind is already elsewhere, you know, so I just don't care as much. So I literally had obviously every plan <laughs> for this interview, except for I did not bother to consider what if it went well you know, it didn't, it wasn't in the realm of possibilities for me to consider, like, hey, what if it's amazing, okay, this would be the first time I met an authority, and I don't think a mission president counts as a general authority, but they, I'm pretty sure they don't, honestly, but they're, like, right up there, you know, I think they're, con- yeah, they're right up there, definitely, like, there's, like, local leadership, right, where there's, like, bishops under like stake presidencies and stuff but when you get into the there's then there's like the area 70s who are not the general authority 70 i think i don't know it's complicated guys structure is not my thing so i don't know i'm really sorry about that but um so i met this man um and i remember When I came in, (laughs) you're gonna hear in my stories that I really fangirl after the wives so hard. All of the wives of authorities that I've met are just phenomenal women. And I'm not saying that, like, the men aren't fantastic, because they are. They're so wonderful, right? Like, both parties in those marriages should be so lucky, right? You know? I hope that makes sense. Like, but, like, I guess as a woman, I mean... It's like nice to have meet so many ladies like I would aspire to be like, you know, that I hope when they grow up more, <laughs> that I'm more like these women because they are fantastic. And I walked into this home, right? How disarming to go to an interview where you're in a home and had to take off your shoes, right? I'm in my socks. What kind of nonsense is this? But I come in and I'm not saying Sister Richardson is like a train. But also, she comes at you almost like a freight train in the best of ways. She has this warm, vibrant energy. She is so inviting and friendly. And I remember I was just like, "Whoop, double off guard now. Okay, I'm in this home. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in their home, right? This is where they live. And she's so nice. And then I was supposed to go do this interview, which was the first, you know, churchy interview I'd ever have. Um, I've had more now for other reasons, but, like, that was the first one, right? So I have no idea like how this is gonna go and if you know me i don't like being asked questions it's like a real problem i have i don't i get so defensive like i'm being interrogated or something like um and it could be a simple question like how are you i don't know we handle that well right so these questions which can feel a little invasive which they're really not but i mean i remember a time when they still felt super invasive right where they're asking you about the law of chastity and i I think if they ask you about tithing in the first one, I don't remember. But uh, they're not a secret, right? President Nelson, I'm pretty sure, literally told the world, like, hey, these are the questions we ask you before you prepare for baptism. So it's not a secret. It's not a cult. There's not some secret handshake you must learn to get into the membership. There's not, like, this crazy, I don't know, pledge or what is it what do they do pledging or hazing or there's nothing crazy right it's just an interview to see if you're serious to see if you really want it to see if you're ready okay because the whole point of it is being ready to truly change right that's the whole point of it like in this church it's not about saying you want to change it's about are you already like changing you know i don't know it's hard to explain I'll get into that some other time. I'm so tired. I don't know why I thought to do this this morning, so bear with me, okay? I probably thought to do it because I have so much to tell you, and I'm just never going to get caught up if I don't at least try to post more, okay? But, um, like I said, of all the things I thought about this interview, guys, the fact that it was going to go well was not not the plan, okay? Like, it was really well. I don't remember if he prayed or I prayed first. It might have been it might have been him, I'm not sure. But um, just inviting the spirit to help us through the interview basically. And I think within a couple minutes, guys, I just felt okay. I felt happy. I felt safe. Like I was fine there, which is so unlike me. Okay? so there we were doing this interview and i remember i even like went above and beyond answering questions and just told him about me which is obviously common now right like i'll talk about myself but if you knew me over a year ago it could really be like pulling teeth for me to tell you literally anything about myself and especially when i was first getting used to dealing with members in the church not that all of them are sheltered or that what was read in my life is so terrible but it was hard to tell people things about me things about my life things about experiences and my upbringing because a lot of people i was meeting obviously had lived completely different lives right it was just not it was hard uh, except for it wasn't anymore so the question is should my title have been would you believe me if I told you about priesthood keys I feel like I mentioned this in episode 1 session 1 if you would actually listen to that one Uh, priesthood keys I think and you can try to change my mind but I don't think you're gonna win this one with me okay I think one of the most defining distinct things about this church that is different from everywhere else is the concept of priesthood keys okay this belief that everything's handing down, basically, top to bottom, right? That God has entrusted our leaders with, you know, wisdom and power, you know, this concept of being prophets and seers and revelators, 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 funny word. <laughs> um, but all this stuff, right, it's what makes it so different, right? Because when it gets all the way down to the not like it's a bottom rung or bottom of the pool thing we're all equal but everyone has different roles to play when it gets down to the missionaries and the keys that they're entrusted with these things that they can do um under god's authority right baptizing people helping teach people who don't know anything about the gospel going out and searching for people like these things that they're entrusted to within their role space right those are their keys okay being able to do certain kinds of, like, blessings, um, you know, when I told you guys about, like, special prayers for people, okay? This is what that is, right? Like, that that's where that comes from, okay? This belief that under proper authority, like, the proper way to baptize someone, like, these are the... So, you, do you see how that's kind of, like, sewn into, like, so much of what the church is and does? I hope that makes more sense if you were wondering, like, why they're so it's like a whole other world (laughs) and I laugh when people say that we're not Christians oh my goodness I cannot (laughs) I cannot with people who say that we're not Christians okay it's the church of Jesus Christ of latter-day saints like literally the name of Jesus Christ is in the name of the church Why on earth would you think that we're not trying to follow Jesus Christ? This is not the church of the prophet. This is the church of Jesus Christ, right? And our prophet, we believe, has the wisdom and the relationship and the rapport with God and Jesus Christ, right? Like, I hope that makes sense. And President Nelson, bless his little heart, that kooky little energetic man is over 100 years old. Not that that means anything besides the fact that like he has over a hundred years of experience in life, right? And I think he's a convert. I want st- to. I don't film me on that. I, I could be wrong. Dang it! I'm probably wrong about that. So let's not worry about it. But, anyways maybe he was a convert in his early 20s or maybe he just became an adult in his 20s either way i feel like once you're an adult things change with your relationship with god or the world or the universe as you understand it whatever right so the point is that means he has at least 80 90 years of experience trying to build this relationship with god like you would think if you trust that god rewards your every effort that after 90 years on this planet that you probably well, hundred years. Anyways, after all these years, that you probably know things that someone who's 20 doesn't understand yet. Right? Like, how could you question this? Besides the fact that I question it too sometimes, so it's fine. Okay? Not the point. So this interview with this man was amazing. President Richardson, um just fantastic just fantastic and i didn't see that one coming right so got baptized it would be a while before i had any more star power in my life people always think it's i don't know i haven't told a lot of people about like all the times i've met authorities because i don't know some about something about it is so like i don't know private and personal i guess it's not a secret and it's not like a I don't know. It's a you wouldn't believe me if I told you thing, right? Like, so the next time something weird (laughs) happened, well, I randomly, yeah, we'll skip that one. But um, right in, like, early July, um, I hurt my leg playing softball. And at the time, I was still working, like, for the church in Salt Lake on the headquarters facilities teams doing portering, so I would walk from around building and building different days checking to make sure everything was like in good order right and that everything was clean it's you know it's technically a custodial position but it's not the general concept you would think of for like a janitor it's it's a little different so like walking around uh, by the way if you've never seen the headquarters um our buildings are pristine okay we make sure of that um and now i can't walk around these beautiful buildings and keep up Um, so they had to change my schedule, right? And they put me in this zone I'd never been in. Um, and there was this door, okay? This is going somewhere. There was this door. And, um, like, I had, like, pulled a cart of stuff, um, into this room. And this door that I thought was, like, a fire door, so my cart shouldn't have been there anyways, was not a fire door. It was definitely, a a hallway, (laughs) Um, door and someone tried to come on the door and like made this huge bang. <laughs> and I just kind of stood there, I was confused. Um, it was security and they were escorting uh, Wendy Nelson. She's the wife of President Russell M. Nelson, the prophet of the church. Um, <laughs> she came walking in, and I think I was mostly stunned. I think I was also confused still. When I hurt my leg, um, My body kind of reacted kind of weird. I was so exhausted and just it was a mess and healing was really complicated because of some other interesting health factors I have. Um, And I remember earlier that day I had called my one of my friends just crying. I was so hurt and lost that day. Like I just like was physically hurting and I, you know, didn't have PTO and I knew I had to go to work and, and literally on crutches and then this huge immobilizer brace. I'm in so much pain. I half sleep all the time slash can't actually sleep because if I move at all the pain wakes me up. Um like it was not (laughs) a good headspace right i had moved to utah and done all these adventurous things i'm not wondering if i did anything right like i'm on this downhill spiral in my head wondering if like i've made huge mistakes and everything about this church is no longer true (laughs) like i just really spiraled so hard um if you know me i do not like help i do not like asking for help um uh, one of the things I pride myself on most is, in spite of all of the problems and all of the challenges I've faced, including physical ones and some serious physical ones, that I've always managed to stand on my own two feet. Um, that I've always fought through paid That I've, you know, pride's a dangerous thing, right? And now I've been knocked down like a hundred pegs, right? Because I can't walk to the bathroom without yelping in pain right i cannot figure out you know getting off (laughs) off an toilet. like you know like i've digressed right and i'm really beating myself down okay now i'm at work trying to learn something new because i'm in a new zone and it's a different kind of work and in walks this woman and i think i kind of recognized her but i wasn't quite sure what was happening but then someone had said I think I overheard someone when she like went into a different room like say Sister Nelson so I wasn't half sure if they like talking about Sister Nelson or like if this was Sister Nelson um and in my defense she also I think that her and Sister Rasman look a little alike okay I'm not gonna apologize for it I do <laughs> honestly think that Sister Nelson and Sister Rasband look um a little bit alike if you don't know how to tell the difference between them um I won't fault you for that because apparently I couldn't either but uh, when she was done with whatever she had been doing she came passing back to the room that I was working in um, and she stopped to talk to me um and we didn't have a particularly profound conversation like this was not a worldly experience right this was not the words exchanged were limited I was not in a friendly disposition um If any of you've ever seen me clam up, it's not, it's odd and it's really off-putting. We're like, you know, it's like every word that comes out of my mouth is like pulling teeth. It was one of those. I was really just drowning, right? I was just drowning. Um, And that was the first time that that had happened, I think, at all since I had joined the church. Like, I was really having a bad day. And God sent this woman absolutely by there's not a mistake right Wendy Nelson is definitely a pillar just a pillar of strength like a beacon of true light in the distance right um like last spring she gave a talk about being a wholly young adult and pushing herself basically to be better you know make better choices just one small choice at a time even I think one of the things she said was like something as small as picking up a piece of trash just like one small choice at a time um I would imagine her to be a pretty straightforward person, you know? I think I later learned that she did something with some family therapy stuff or something. I can't remember what her career choice was, but... The point is, this is basically how this awkward, awkward, awkward interaction went. Where, I think... She asked me my name or something, and I was like, read, obviously. And then I think she asked how to... S- I don't know, I feel like for some reason she asked me how to spell it. I don't know. People usually do. But... Um basically she just said like oh that's so pretty like your mother must be blah 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 I honestly don't remember the blah 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 guys I was so out of it I'd also just had a tooth pulled so I was coming it was okay like seriously guys I was a flaming hot mess like dumpster pile trash fest in the middle of summer like everything I was that day <laughs> okay and it was like I had this feeling, like, deep inside me of, like, sitting in the darkness and just seeing that small light at the end of the tunnel, right? Like, this is this woman's voice calling to me, like, from a distance, trying to talk to me. And I just remember, um, I flat out said, like, yeah, no, it's not the name my family gave me. It's the name I changed my name to legally when I decided to, basically disown certain things i had been raised to think and believe certain like a rebellion against some of the ways i was treated after my marriage it was it's a mess right um uh, so i basically just said like yeah no she's not going to cave, me that name um and said i don't remember exactly what i said but it was mortifying like it just came right out of my mouth like word vomit guys and she was just like i'm sorry to hear that and then I just did like my classic read nod. You know, just like a nod. Okay. Um, and still, I just felt this feeling, guys. And it it's not something I could explain, right? I just felt this feeling. Um, and I think it was the spirit trying to push its way back in, right? Because um, after she left, I remember I just cried. I just cried. Um, and eventually, you know throughout the day i felt so much better like it it did come back in and i did piece by piece like feel like that that was not a mistake right because the only reason that happened is actually they messed up the schedule they usually they like clear areas so that you know there's not people in their way basically when they're coming through because they just stop and talk to everyone they met you know they'd never get anything done in the day um and they, they messed up the schedule. She came at a time that was not when people thought she was coming. So the fact that we met, the fact that I was even in that room, wild, right? I wasn't supposed to be there. She wasn't supposed to be there. Circumstances, one to another, led, and we were both there, okay? That's a God thing. That's a God moving mountains, but, you know? The next time I had an interesting, um... <laughs> that was, um... Just a few weeks later, um, I won't tell you the whole story details because I don't really want to talk much longer this morning, um, but I met Elder Gong and this was a very different kind of interaction. This was much longer, uh, in his presence, seeing him interact with other people. I spent over an hour with him and his wife, um, including, (laughs) you might not believe me, seriously, I got in the (laughs) I walked all around the coffees with them, conference center with them, helping take pictures, um, helping them take pictures of people who wanted to meet them and watched them shake hands with people. I watched people just weep, just feel overcome by the spirit and just weep when they met them. Um, And then um, got in the car with them, did like a little, (laughs) took a little road trip a couple blocks away to a different building, the church administration building. My phone telling me to get ready for work. <laughs> but um went into the Church Administration building with them. Um was shown a few things like private tour, just me and them. Um crazy. Crazy. Um crazier. <laughs> um it was pioneer, it was a pioneer day event, I think, that I met them at. No. It was just music and the spoken word, but it was like the week before i think it was like the day before pioneer day though it was definitely right around that time um and um they because i'm a convert they had like called me like a pioneer you know because i am the first one in my family i'm the first trailblazer uh, to really do that in my immediate family anyways i found out i have distant distant relatives you know like sixth seventh eighth thirteenth cousins in the church but like no one in my immediate family it's just me so, um, they called me a pioneer, which I think just kind of made me feel, I don't know, good. <laughs> um, and a couple of days later, this is one of those things where believe me or don't guys, a couple of days later, or uh, was it the next day? I don't think so. I think it was a couple of days later. I woke up in the morning, which if you can't tell by this fuzzy, fuzzy recording, not that kind of morning person. Okay. Woke up in the morning and... I have this distinct thought like go to the temple and I was like mm, I don't even know why I'm awake now so no can I go back to sleep because at this time I was working in the afternoons and then doing events in the evenings so being up at like it had to be like six or seven in the morning um no <laughs> and still the distinct thought again was like you need to go to the temple and I'm like uh but it was clear guys I couldn't ignore it so I start I start getting ready um and then this other thought comes in like hey you still have family names to do and I'm like oh yeah because I had been at this point I'd only been in the temple once um the first time was just kind of I mean it was nice but it was I was kind of just uncomfortable like it wasn't bad but it was kind of awkward right like I wasn't overwhelmed with like joy and excitement there wasn't anything crazy right and I had been at this point where uh the next time I was supposed to go I think I was just in a bad mood like I had gotten up to do an athletic event in the morning I think we were playing spike ball and volleyball maybe um and I'd fallen and like I think I scraped both of my knees that day I was really not pleased with myself um and at that time I could still only do proxy baptisms, um, was not interested in going to do that, you know, uh, chlorine on me. No, no thanks. Um, (laughs) um, and then I just hadn't been since it just hadn't occurred to me. Really. I would thought about going to the temple, but no one was really inviting me. I didn't really know how to make appointments or I didn't know that I, could go alone, like I didn't know these things right. So, waking up this morning distinctly to go do this was just not, I had no idea what was happening. You know, I was just kind of fumbling through it. Um, I had looked it up and had learned I didn't really need an appointment, I could just walk in. Um, so, I, I get to this closest temple I drove to and I walk in, and they had perfect room for me. They like let me walk right in, basically, there was no wait. Um, and then I just kind of fumbled through step by step as best as I could remember. Um, and by the end, I remember feeling good, but also feeling confused like, okay, what? What now? I'm awake still. Uh, maybe I'll go back home and go back to sleep. And it was like, no, <laughs> go to the family search building, which is the biggest archives in the world, guys. I don't think you need to be a member to access some of the records we have. So you should definitely check it out. Um, but there was, um, I, I figured out when I went there, I figured out how to make more temple appointments. And, um, from there I started learning how to do more, uh, find, use the app and use the website, um, for different things. And since then, um soon i think it'll be over 800 ordinances we've done i know right now it's at like 700 probably 770 something or something so i'm assuming by weekend because i have uh, quite a few more appointments this week and plans this week it'll be over 800 over 800 ordinances done for my family isn't that nuts and no sign of stopping anytime soon so much more to do um it's obviously, I'd say the most obvious, profound impact was when I met Elder Gong, right? And his wife is just so sweet. I just, she is funny too. Um, Of the women I met, I think, I would say, I think I was almost the most myself when I was talking to her. You know, like it was just relaxed and I could just be a human and she just... I don't think candid's the word, but she would say things and I would say things. And it was just being people, you know? I think sometimes there's all this pressure to, like, perform or act a certain way or be focused on a certain topic or try to relay a certain message or try to be, like, certainly helpful to someone. Like, do you understand, like, what I mean? Like, this was just, like, a relaxed interaction and I... I could not ever possibly probably thank her enough for that. Cause I think it definitely relieved what should have been this like horrifying pressure of being in the presence of Elder Gong, right? Like not horrifying, like scary. That's not the word I should have used, but like, I feel like most people would probably quake in their boots, right? The first time that they, I didn't though. I was so, I mean, I was jittery. I was so excited and happy, but like, I wasn't. The point is I was not a flaming hot mess like when I met Wendy Nelson, right? Um, and I think before I met either of them, actually, I skipped something, which was important. I skipped something on purpose, but there was another thing that I accidentally skipped. And that was when I met the Yaggies. They're awesome. Um, he is one of the um, General Authority 70s. I should know how to say this, but I don't. One of the quorum of the seven. No so oh <laughs> i'll have to ask sister Yaggy. um because we do talk and um she is fantastic um she has helped do different studies with some of my friends she came to the temple with us once i think we're like 10th cousins or something that's hilarious i don't know i always love finding out i'm related to people who i get along with and oh uh, she is such a light right this warmth, radiant light and i think that that Um, helped take I don't know it helped me under I I can't even there's no proper way to describe it okay when I look at people with different priesthood keys right and and I meet these women and I meet these people uh, or I just cross paths with them in the distance because I've also been in the room with way more general authorities than I ever could you know have the privilege of speaking to right like between working for the church and having been to general conference in person once like i've been in the room with a lot of them um or at least crossed paths with a good amount of them too and i don't want to say desensitize me because that's not the right word i think it just helped me to actually in all earnestness feel and understand that we are still all humans right and we still all have roles to play and we have different I guess gifts, basically, and, like, abilities and, like, experiences and responsibilities, right? But at the end of the day, we're all people. And I think the getting to meet them as people, you know, not just seeing them as these different figures or listening to all the nonsense people try to say about them, that's not true. Um, help me, like, accept the church as it is. You know, like, I love the church. And I really hate the amount of people who say things about the church that aren't true. Um, because the funny thing is, there's members of the church that say things that aren't true. And it's a big problem, I think. You know, because then you've got people who believe things like we're not Christians, <laughs> and it's like part of it is the bubble, right? Like apparently, you somehow don't understand what a Christian is because you're a Christian. Sorry. To tell you. Um, It's wild to me. Um, But. Back on task. I'm going to tell you about the last couple's. People that I met. Well shook hands with. I didn't have any kind of like a reaction. uh, Reaction. Interaction. With anyone besides. um, When I first met the gongs. And then you know I've had. Consistent ongoing interactions with sister Yagi. They're was this, um, the next thing I did was, like, I didn't, okay, the next time I got to shake hands with someone was definitely Suarez, um, Elder Suarez and Sister Suarez came to a, I think it was technically a devotional, they came and they spoke at a devotional, um, that we were at, and that my choir was singing in, and I remember the first time I went through, like, <laughs> Elder Suarez is funny, he's, like, he wanted to, he still, he wanted to give everyone the opportunity to meet him, right, but when you have a huge room full of people, like, you can't talk to them, right, there's no time, so it's mostly just, like, shaking hands with people, and, like, moving the line, right, line is moving, and because I was in the choir, um, I obviously was one of the first people to get to shake his hand, but all of my friends were seated in the very back of the room, my friends that came to the devotional, um, so I went and hung out with them, and just, like, stood in line with them, I wasn't planning to like meet him again but I remember during the devotional I had been doodling because I don't know I just had this energy I usually I don't do that like I doodle a lot but usually I don't doodle at church things sometimes I doodle during conference because you know it's just so long but if it's like a short event like a devotional or like a concert sacrament meeting etc like usually I don't not because I feel like it's wrong but just because I, I can focus for that long you know what I mean usually but for some reason i did this doodle and it was like all flowers and i think that week was their anniversary so i'd like had this thought like oh like it'd be cute to like give her this doodle like a handmade card sister suarez but i didn't because i don't know i felt like it would be weird and when i came through the line um i didn't see her anyway so i was like oh whatever Guess i'm not going to give it to her but when i came back through the line with my friends i saw her um And I wasn't going to stay, you know, and shake Suarez's hand again, but I was like, ooh, it's the only way I'm going to get to meet his wife, I think. So so I shook his hand for a second time, not because I didn't want to, but because I feel like it's weird, you know. There's probably people who do that on purpose, but like, I feel like that was weird. But also, he probably didn't recognize me, but maybe he did. I don't know. Um... (laughs) it's literally a picture of me like walking the picture they use in the church news you can literally see me walking away from him which is hilarious to me right because i have a picture with the gongs and i have a picture with the yaggies um don't have a picture with wendy because that was a weird day <laughs> it was a weird day uh i don't have a picture from when i met the uchdorfs because it was cold <laughs> and um it was cold when we were outside and i wasn't uh, we were just trying to keep moving right and then um but at the Suarez devotional, cause there were so many people and he wanted to, you know, at least get to, you know, shake everyone's hand and meet everyone if they wanted to, you know. Um, he didn't want us to do photos either, Right. Cause that uh, takes longer. And usually when there's photo, then there's more talking. And you see how, what I mean? Like it just multiplies itself. Um but still, um, someone took a photo and <laughs> the, the the authorized church photo. Unfortunately I'm in it. Looking stupid. <laughs> Just like um, when I sang at the Renlin devotional, which I didn't get to meet them. I mean, I sang behind where they were speaking, but I didn't get to meet them. Um, <laughs> oh, my face is in the choir images so many times, and I look like a dork. <laughs> oh, I got Crazy, right? So, where's this going? What's the point? Because I'm going to wrap this up. I just want people to know. Ugh. I want you to know so much that I just wouldn't know where to begin, right? Because there's people who listen to this, because you guys love me, who are not in the church, right? They're just my friends, or just... I think I've got strangers listening to this podcast, too, which is fine. Please listen. Please enjoy. Welcome. Thank you for listening, right? But people who know me, you're probably in one of, like, three categories, right? Maybe four, okay? Category one is people who probably known me for like the whole chaotic story and journey of you know conversion you know me changing and you know turning my life around and changing so many things all at the same time right who've, who've seen that right there's people who have kind of known me like since the beginning of my utah adventures right um who know more about the <laughs> the wild shenanigans i've been into and then um there's uh like people who are like my friends right and then there's people who just kind of like scatter dot met me along the way um who don't know a ton right but they know some stuff of course right um and they're learning so much more about me through this podcast and then there's pretty much everyone else right everyone else who knows me um who hasn't heard a lot of these stories oh my phone is yelling at me again but i'm gonna wrap it up i swear okay um, who don't know a lot of these stories yet, um, and they're, they're finding out, like, oh, this is where you've been, like, this is why you've been so busy, this is why you've changed so much, um, like, yes, 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 and yes, okay, um, so, and then there's, you know, all the other strangers who just, thank you for listening, right, um, ugh, a big yawn, but then there's, um, The point is, that's why sometimes I say things and I have to, like, explain them because I want to make sure that anyone who's listening to this feels like they know what's going on, right? Um, Anyone who's looking for just background noise, lucky you I talk a lot, right? Like, you know? Um, So if I could drive home any fact about pre-sealed keys that I feel like I understand is... I think I just believe they're real, right? I believe that that's definitely a thing because I've met authorities and, and I've met people who have different, you know, things that they're called to do, like missionaries or people... um in, like, leadership positions, in the bishopric, in the stake presidencies, and the different callings here and there. People who are assigned to teach. People who are just learning to teach, too, right? You know, like, all these different things. Um, and I've just felt it and I've seen it. And either you believe it or you don't, right? So, I don't know where we stand, where we don't. But... Um, <laughs> I hope that this told you something about. Oops, sorry. <laughs> something about. More about where this comes from and why I don't just trust because someone told me this church was true. I don't just trust that the general authorities are in a good, like, good people deserving to be leaders because they were hadn't chosen or voted in or all this nonsense. I've met them i've seen them i have a pretty good read on people and i (laughs) read on people and i can promise you that they're just humans trying to follow god like we are they're amazing humans trying to follow god like we are they're great glowing examples of what that looks like okay and either you believe me or you don't (laughs) i hope you believe me though uh because i could probably find more ways to tell you more about like you know my personal experiences with like things that they've taught me from like their talks or from when i've spoken to them but i don't want to talk you off more than i already did because i swore this would be short and instead it became a full long thing again so oops hashtag oops <laughs> um i love you guys um for those of you who know me uh you know it's true. For those of you who don't, I still feel just like a general care and love towards most humans in this world. I'm working on it being all of them, right? But please take care. Um, I don't remember if I had any kind of whatever thing I usually say at the end besides, what do you think now? Would you believe me if I told you about the general authorities?